Hello. Welcome to my podcast. This has been recorded on 6th of May, 2021. First episode. Let me just tell you how, how this podcast came about. I really like watching movies and, and it's, it's not just entertainment or just passing time for me. So it has some sort of a special place. And I, I like to think what they mean and how, how they affect me or, or how. Just basically if, if there's any meaning, deeper meaning to it. So, and, and, and I thought, why not share it with, with other people who like watching movies and, and have, have, have an interest. So, full disclaimer, I am not a movie expert. I do not have a degree in, in, in film history or something. Or, or If I discuss some philosophies, that does not make me an expert. And it's just my interpretation. So, let's have that out of the way. I only wanted to do this podcast for for people to listen to my awesome voice. <clears throat> yeah, just kidding. Uh, then let's talk about what, what kind of movies I'm going to discuss. So these these are not like my favorites or, or best of or or definite recommend. It's not it's not a list. It's just the movies that I've been watching in in the recent times, and I give it two three days time as to form an articulate opinion and I thought maybe I should just you know wing it and have a perspective first movie that I'm going to discuss is called Locke uh, there's a specific criteria that I'm choosing these movies from I am trying to choose at least in the initial phase Movies that are unknown, relatively, not a lot of people have seen it. Because why I chose this is because I'm, since I'm just starting out, it it makes things difficult if the movies are well known. Because a lot of a lot of you might have a formed opinion already. So my advantage is if I choose unknown but good movies, they give you my perspective on a on a, on a clean slate. You you. You might not have watched this movie, and if I'm successful, like if if my 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 commentary is persuasive enough, it will move you towards watching this movie. So let's see. So welcome once again to my podcast, and thank you for joining. Lock. The movie is Locke. Ivan Locke is a guy. He's a he's a construction worker, and it has been mentioned many times in the movie that he is a good man. He's a dependable man. He works at a construction company who is going to do the biggest construction job in the history of European construction, and. There is a catastrophe. He he cannot 
be there for this construction. That's that's when that's where the movie starts. Like he leaves from his work next day. They're going to have that construction, and he cannot be there. So what has transpired in his life that has caused him to 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 lose this opportunity? It's not really an opportunity. It's just it's a huge responsibility because he is the supervisor. And he has to be there or the, or, or the job will fail. So, why couldn't he be there? So, let me let me wind back a little bit and tell you why I, I came about this movie and why, why I watched it. Okay, so, I, I just gave you a basic premise, but we're going to discuss it later on, but still. I am fascinated by all, all the factors that, that are involved in the movie, like, like the screenplay, the production, the direction, most importantly, and, and all that. So, <clears throat> in, in a quest of trying to find the minimal amount, like what's the least that's required to, to create a movie. So, basically, a minimalistic movie that, that takes, there's no special effects or, or there's no... Uh, complicated plot devices, or it's 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 not a quest or something, uh, large production budgets and all that. So what's what's the least? Like it's just a story that that is so amazing. It's it's creating such a powerful film. So <coughs> sorry, I was looking for that. If if I can find uh, a movie that's so so cheap cheap in in the sense economically. And still has a great message, and it's it's a great movie. So so, if I, I looked up, looked up online, if if there's any movie like that, so this is one of those movies. So to give you an idea of how uh, economical it is, it has one actor, just one actor that shows up on screen, and he's in it. He's in his car, and he just makes phone calls. That's all. Like. Others are voice actors, they, they just appear on the phone. There's only one actor that appears on screen. And unfortunately, that's 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 Tom Hardy. So it's like, <clears throat> I would say, Tom Hardy's probably is like the, he's a method actor, he's such a great actor. He was, he was in Mad Max, my favorite movie, probably. And recently he was in Peaky Blinders, which some of you might know. Or a fan of. Although my favorite performance of Tom Hardy was Bronson, Charles Bronson's biopic. That was amazing. If you if you haven't seen Bronson, please check that out. <coughs> Coming back to Locke, one character, one person in the entire film. So that's some of you might think it's boring, but it's very interesting because one person it's it's very un unlikely that one character can hold up the entire movie. Like, there's another French film. I, I'm not sure how to pronounce its name, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it's the same movie. Like, it's just a guy, but the context is different. So I know only two movies that only have one person and others are dialogues, but still they are they have a great message. So so yeah, look. Or Locke. Ivan Locke. Stoicism is a philosophy that believes you cannot control anything but yourself. So, 
your thoughts, your emotions, your virtue, and, and your ability to face up to problems and do the right thing. That's that's everything you can control. You can control other people, situations, environment, or, or really anything. You just control yourself. That's what the Stoics believe. And, and I think uh, on a deeper level, this movie is about that. Like, So let's get into it. Ivan Locke is involved in three separate situations which are hugely impactful all over uh, in his life. Like, one factor will affect the other two. So, as I mentioned uh, some time ago, he has a construction job and he's not going to. That's one situation. The second situation is, is with his family. It's an evening scene where his family is waiting for Ivan Locke to come home. They are very excited about this game on, on, on the television. It's uh, maybe, maybe a football game, I don't know. It's a football game. And his children and his wife wearing jerseys, they've made some snacks and they're waiting for him. It's a very, you know, traditional family bonding experience. And he calls up home, he talks to his children and tells them, I, I cannot be there. So you're perplexed, like he's not going for the job, he's not going to his family. Where is he going? So that, that presents third situation, which is that Ivan Locke has slept with another lady who is out of his wedlock, and that lady is going to give birth tonight. And in this moment, Ivan has decided that he is going to be there when that lady gives birth. So this is the basic situation produced, like he calls people from all these different situations, like he calls his second-in-command, who is at the construction job, he calls his wife multiple times, he calls the woman who is pregnant uh, multiple times. So, now these are all conflicting situations and he has to be present in all these situations. So, well, it, it presents the question, what is the right thing to do? Because that's what conscience is. like. What is the right thing to do? It might be uncomfortable. It might be, uh, what, difficult or uh, impossible. One can obviously run away. That's that's like the the first thing that might come to someone's mind. Like, oh, this is this is fucking impossible. I can't be here. So I'll just leave and and. Never deal with the consequences. That's going to come and back, come back and bite you. So, what are you gonna do? Like, you have to. So, they have explored a little bit in detail why he came up to this conclusion. So, but think for a moment. What would you do if if such situation presents you? Are you are you a duty man? Are you a family man? Or or are you the person that do, does the right thing? So, what had happened was Ivan Locke was on a job out of his hometown and, and the woman that he has got pregnant out of wedlock is, uh, was his co-worker and, and something happened in, in a night and as a, as a consequence she was, she was with child during that period and he has not confessed this or told this about about this incursion to his wife so obviously he has cheated on her and she she's 
when he tells her she's devastated, like, how could you do it? Like, she thinks that the most important thing in this man's life is his job, and she has accepted that and been supportive, and she has loved him. And now he goes on and to cheat him. So Ivan Locke does not deny any of this. He says, yes, I have done this, and this is wrong. So the stoicism of Ivan Locke is that he asks her, what is the practical, rational next step at this situation? Like, that's, that's phenomenal. Like, you can throw tantrums, you can be emotional and, and just scream about, or, or you, you, you can be violent. But he, he tries to find a rational way because that's all he can do. Uh, the stoic perspective of Ivalok, he, he tries to find a solution because he, he cannot control his life, but he can contend for himself, he can talk, he can be honest, he can tell, and try to find a way about. So I think that's, that's I was moved by how, how, how accepting he was, because another tenant of, of um, Stoicism is to preparing for the worst. Like any situation that presents itself, you have to know what's the worst thing that could happen from as, as an outcome of the situation and be prepared like if, if you're wrong you want you might be pleasantly surprised and if you're right you're right and you're prepared so it's a good thing prepare for the worst so he has already made up his mind that if he tells his wife she's gonna freak out and just you know it's, it's going to be over so, the point is that Ivan Locke is trying to go to the woman who's going to birth his child now. So, then we go through kind of like a backstory. We have used the device that Ivan Locke is driving, and in the back of his car seat, he looks and talks a few times. So, it's like he's imagining his father sitting back there. And the backstory is that Ivan Locke was actually abandoned by his father, like his biological father. He never had a father. And so uh, the subtle concept here is that our fathers are, are, are the model of God for us. He's, he's the righteous man. So if, if you don't have that that person or that father figure in your life, who, who are you go, going to base your morality on? So uh, it's very difficult to for a person to grow up without a father because you don't have any reference and that can confuse and cause conflict in, in, in people. And Ivan Locke has this huge conflict. Like He has determined that I'm not going to be anything like my father and I'm going to take care of my fuck-ups, whatever I have done. I will take responsibility because I am not my father. He, there's a dialogue I don't I don't exactly remember. Locks will never give up. Locks is a he, he wants to bring honor to his name, and and that's what he does. So so he goes there and he, he's going to go there and he's going to take care of the child and he's going to give his name to that child. Like the child is going to be a lock child. He's not not just going to abandon him. And that's that's like he's he's going to be responsible for his deeds. So that's very important, I think. 
that's that's his conviction like he is going to be responsible for his deeds so and that is also in, in control in control of him himself so he he talks to his father a lot like he says i am not going to be like you or, or, or along the same lines that's another thing that that has influenced me so now look at it at, in the in the final stage so when when his employer finds out that he's not going to be on the job which is like the most important job the company has ever done they outright to fire him they they tell him that you can't do this he's fired and and still he says I will finish the job. I will take care of it. Whatever happens, you have fired me. I know that, and I was expecting that, but I will still take care of it in any way. He's not going to get paid for it, neither is he uh, being rehired, but he still decides to take care of the job. That's that's integrity, man. Like, why would you care if you've lost the job, you have no association? He considers that responsibility for himself and it, since he's leaving, he's still trying to take care of it. There's so many catastrophes that take place along the way. So uh, his his second in command is not sober. He's drunk, and he has to check all the documents and and the, and the, and the total basis of of the construction that they they're doing. So he guides his second in command through the farm over and over and over, and he's so calm during that process that it's it's mind blowing. Like. Yeah, it's it's the it's it's a proverb. Uh, serenity in the face of disaster. That's like the best uh, thing he has done. He he cries only once. Like imagine a guy who in a couple hours lost his wife, lost his home. He might not see his true-born children again, and he has lost his job. He probably might be the saddest man on the planet at the time. Like, what, what else do you have? It's like you have a family and you have a good job, you get money, and it's all gone. Just a matter of a couple of hours. And there's no one to show empathy or anything. He's just alone, sitting in his car, going on a journey. It's, it's impossible, like, how much devastation could be there. Just, I mean, he might have just veered off and drove into... To like a roadblock or something, kill himself. That would have been a better, better choice. He never does that because he is a righteous man. He knows what to do. He knows the right thing to do. So the the movie proceeds and everything starts being taken care of. He, he completes the job, like uh, all the checking, and there's no nothing going wrong. That's what he makes sure of. Like on the job, there's nothing will go wrong. He talks to his wife and tells her that can we sit down and rationally talk about this? So she says no, uh, as expected, might be, might be expected uh, from some point of view. So she says no, but he has tried his best in that case. And of course, he's going to the hospital to take, take care of the third situation, which is the child being born. So, in the end, he, he brings all these things, and he has tried his best, he failed at once, but that's okay. So, 
finally what 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 can we sorry what can we say like it's so perfect like Tom Hardy is I mean you cannot just act talking on a phone I'm probably he's not pursuing this call actually it's just voice work the range of emotion he expresses like he's calling uh, his second in command and he's drunk and he, he gets angry because uh, well he's not actually on the plant and he has to take care of all this over the phone and when he calls a government uh, government official to secure some permits his voice is so light and so honest it's 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 terrific. Like Tom Hardy has done a marvelous job at at this movie. So, uh, just just a leaving thought. Are you willing to take the risk or face the consequences of doing the right thing? That's, that's all it's about. So. Thank you, thank you for being here. And if you if you think this was a good uh, analysis, please please share it with your friends and family, or or anybody that's interested in movies. And you can't reach at me, but that's okay. Please just listen to it. Thank you, and I'll see you next time. I might do a science fiction movie because I like science fiction a lot. Okay, see you.